25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks in The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What? The eagle has landed. The, the eagle has landed. Man, I love that sound, too. It, I just like it. It's my tribute to Paul Lott. Listen yeah. to the eagle show. Listen to the eagle, man. We yeah. miss Paul, don't we? Yeah. All right, welcome in. I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! <clears throat> With the home team. Let me clear my throat. Yeah, let me tell you what. It's... um. Good to be in the Farm Bureau studio, like the studio studio, with Roger face-to-face. Sound better on our mics. Whatever. My <laughs> mic sounds fine, Roger. And on my end, it sounds great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's that little tiny telephone line we're squeezing. Yeah, that's right. Maybe not so much on your end. But here we are. All right. And so um, you can be a part of the show. As usual, you want to text the show, 885-ESPN. You want to tweet the show, I'm Radio Wyatt on Twitter. I have my handy-dandy computer sitting right here in front of me. So I can pull up Twitter. I have no excuse not to see tweets. If they don't get read on the air, maybe it means they were either A, weren't uh, pertinent, or B, they were... um, I don't know, full of profanity. We're not going to read those on the air. Oh, though those could be the funniest ones. Some of the best ones. Yeah. I will admit that I've read some before texts, tweets that might have had profanity, but I just paraphrased. Yeah. Because the punchline was good or something. Yeah. So you already got a text coming in here. And yeah, I see that. And you can uh, be a part of the show on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Guess what? It's August, it's blooming hot, but that does not mean it's not time to go ahead and start thinking about uh, hunting and uh, everything you might need as a hunter. So all the fall stuff is getting going at Divinity. New Kubota sidekick for hunting season, 40 miles per hour in that utility vehicle. As fast as you need to go in the woods. It's about, yeah, right. (laughs) Or anywhere near the woods for that matter. 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Prices starting at 11495 You can get payments as low as $207 a week. Call them for details. Find numbers and how to get in touch at DiviniEquipment.com. Just one of the many, many deals on Kubota that they have going on right now. Here's the number to call me on the Divini phone, 995-1059. 995-1059. That's a 601 number, so let her rip, tater chip. Good to be back with you. I um, appreciate everyone understanding. I was out yesterday. We uh, were attending the funeral for my wife's grandfather, Bill Smith, up there in Houston, Mississippi. I told you guys about that on Friday. Passed away last Friday morning. And um, 
So uh, kind of a bittersweet, but it's neat to see everybody come out and support the family. Back on uh, Sunday night, they had visitation at First Baptist Houston. They had over a thousand people come through there over the course of three hours and uh, and everything. So I appreciate y'all understanding. I can't say thanks enough to Jake Wimberly for filling in some time here on the show yesterday as well. And Jake is really incredible. I don't know how in the world Jake Wimberly gets everything into a normal Jake day that he gets it gets into. Like, how do you fit all that in twenty four hours, Jake? Much less helping out when I give you a, a call and. So I can't th- say thanks enough to Jake for uh, jumping in here on the show, and Roger, um, you as well. First up on the text line, Walton says, Matt, if it was any more humid, he says humid, I'd need a snorkel. Works either way. Man, it's just, it's like historically hot. You know, it's the kind of hot where we're either at an all-time high or we're close to it. You know, you're in that ballpark. All-time high because it is just ridiculously hot. And it's almost like, I don't know how to, if this is totally made up like a mirage, and there's your, there's a heat-related um, visual right there or not. What was it Bugs Bunny used to say, a mirage? <laughs> Roger, but when I got out of my car in the parking lot, you know, and here on Pear Orchard, we're near a very busy intersection there's lots of businesses around here. There's restaurants. There's car, But it's almost like people just aren't moving around today. Because I got out of my car in the parking lot. It's silent out there. It's near silent. There aren't cars buzzing by like normal. There's not lots of racket going on. People are just indoors. They're not even riding around in their cars <laughs> like they normally do. It's so hot. It's only 94 now. Bull. <laughs> but it probably it's supposed to feel like it's up in the... Yeah. 110 to 113 range by the time this day's over. 130. Feel like 130. Your feels like temperatures, yeah. Right. I guess everybody get tired of saying heat index. Yeah. Just tell me what it feels like. Because I'm going to tell you this. Whatever it feels like, that's what the temperature is. <laughs> Don't tell me it's 94, and then, but it feels like 108. Well, it ain't 94 then. <laughs> if it feels like it's 108. By definition, temperature is how it feels to me. <laughs> Tell me what it feels like, weatherman. Look, weatherman, I know that you have to fill time. I get it. You got to fill the time. And the only reason anybody's watching local news is to watch the weather. Look, if you work in television, and I know that I'm on radio right now, and you're going to take this as taking a shot. I'm just telling the truth. I'm just Joe Public like everybody else. Listen. If I turn on the 6 o'clock news, do you know why I'm watching? For the weather. And the people who do the news know I'm watching for the weather. That's why they put all this other stuff they've been working on all day first because they know I'll sit through it to wait for the weather. That's right. It's like why they put the the drugs in the back of the drugstore. So you got to go walk past all the other stuff. You got to walk past the Pringles. Yeah, I had impulse. that experience across the street this morning, Roger. I went in there. Did you get any Pringles? Well, well, hold on. It was an experiment <laughs> in willpower. Hang on, Warren. I promise I'm coming to you. <laughs> I walked in there before I came to the studio to get a cough drops, b tums, because <laughs> I told you what I ate at ten thirty, right? right? Yeah. And c lotion. I have dry skin. 
had to walk past the Pringles. Did not even intend to get anything to eat. Didn't even. I knew exactly what I'm going in for. But I did stop dead in my tracks on that first row at Walgreens and go, whoop, doggone, do I need to eat those Pringles? <laughs> I looked over them, looked over them, and then I did not buy them. I just left there and went and got two breakfast burritos at 10.30 a.m. And much healthier choice. Yeah, picking up your sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> by the way, that the feels like, just so you know, 108. But get this, the UV index, Gosh. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So if you want... You want to get that old melanoma today is the day to get out there and stand around. Mm -hmm. And on that note, okay, I go to the dermatologist about once every 10 to 15 days. Yeah, you need to stay out, out inside. Every t Look at my arms, Roger. They have been cut on and sewn up and zapped so many times. You I, got play, like the, I went last week to the dermatologist. Like eight different places on my back, one on my neck next to where I just had surgery. All that. It's just an ongoing thing. And my nurse there at the uh, dermatologist that I go to in Columbus, she's like me, light skin, pale. And she said, hey, I'm going to be just like you. Because she said, you know, I, I, I'm i not supposed to be out in the sun. But as a teenager, I'm out there like spraying myself with hairspray by the pool to try to get more crisp and burned. They used to mix them. Um what, iodine in with baby oil? Yes, and rub it on your skin. You're trying to cook. She is going to pay for it. And oh, so lather up in the sunscreen, too, as well. All right, let's let's do something else. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk to somebody else, Roger. Let's start off with Warren on the Divinity Equipment phone line. What's up, Warren? Hey, guys. Look, I'm 67, and I was in the military overseas. And in Europe, when you talked about the weather, man, let's petition the TV station and have some of those cute girls in, like, the spring bikinis do the Hey, I lived in Germany for a year, and Warren, I can confirm that there, it's like Fox News over there. You're not getting on TV unless you're a 9 or a 10. Right, and we don't have to have weather men. All the weather <laughs> people have to be girls. <laughs> the weather girls. That is incredibly okay. sexist. No, I'm kidding, right. Warren. Just go ahead. It is. Warren, we need he just knows what he likes. Male population. It's kind of like watching a sports show in a <laughs> well, way. Hey, it really is. And look, what, what I said is so true. Like, they put certain blocks of a newscast together. It's all built around knowing that 99% of the audience is there to watch the weather. That's what we're waiting for. So we'll sit through all the other crap. You know, we're either watching for the weather or we know someone who got shot. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I travel for my job, and when I go to the bar to get a drink, I don't want to see some big fat guy <laughs> serving me a margarita or something. I want a cute girl. You know, it's the same thing I'm note, watching the key. Note to self, don't <laughs> hire Matt or Roger as bartenders. Yeah, here goes my bartender. No weather for me either. Okay, I've got four games to ask you about. Okay, four games. Let's Let's do it. Uh, Mississippi State at Tennessee. Yeah, and remind me on time of year. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but we're talking October, aren't we? Yeah. Roger's got it right here. How about this? Roger just handed me a laminated schedule grid. Okay, so this is perfect. So State will go to Tennessee on October the 12th after an open date. So yep. State will have two weeks to get ready for Tennessee. State, uh, even though it's on the road and it's up there, that's a game State should win. Now, I, you know – I'm not going to sit here in August and pretentiously throw out points and lines because 
to me, that kind of stuff, we're going to talk about people winning by two touchdowns or by a field goal. Let's watch them play. Mm-hmm. Let's watch them play first. That's just me. Okay, I'm but, just going to throw these out there. And all see right. What you think. Texas A&M at Georgia, they've never played each other. First meeting ever. Are you serious? First meeting ever? Right. Since Good Texas grief. A&M has gotten indoctrinated into the SEC, they have never played. Yeah, and see, it's late November, November 23rd in Athens. It'll be the week after South Carolina, the week before they go to LSU for Texas A&M. And I'm just looking at it from an A&M perspective because Georgia is better. Um, it will For Georgia, though, it's going to be the week after they go to Auburn. I, I mean, Georgia's much better. It's in Athens. That's enough. Georgia wins that game. Yeah. Okay, LSU at Texas. <laughs> it's really tough. <sighs> Texas coming off beating Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Texas is yep. a little better. A lot of people talking about Sam Ellinger, the quarterback at Texas. He's good. He's going to have a big year. We know that Herman is a good coach, and he's proving that at Texas. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Texas. I'm going to say Texas upsets LSU. Okay. And Auburn, Oregon, first game. Yeah, first game. Mm-hmm. Let me be honest with you on something here, Warren. I don't know that much about Oregon, and I'm not sure I saw – a full game of theirs a year ago. And I know their quarterback, Herbert, is the real deal, supposedly. I haven't seen him play. I just... All their offensive lines coming back. That's the thing. I'm reading about all these starters that are back, quarterback back, and Auburn, that's the game where Auburn's going to break in a new starting quarterback. Somebody is new for them, so I'll go with Oregon. Okay. All right, well, y'all have a good day, and uh, thanks for talking with me. And yeah, man. see if we can get some girls on the weather channel. <laughs> we'll do our best. We've got to have a lot of guys calling the radio. <laughs> All right, appreciate it. And I'm going to take your advice. You know, at some point we're going to start, uh, you know, live streaming video on this show every day, Roger. And um, you and I are protected, okay? We're grandfathered in. We're not – you and I aren't going anywhere. But, you know, maybe we get a co-host or reporters or some correspondents um, involved when we do that. And, and we'll, we'll, keep the, um, we'll keep all that in mind, the idea that they need to be attractive. Yeah. We'll keep all that in mind. Warren wants more estrogen. So. That's apparently what he wants. Can't you buy that? I guess you can about anything these days. Right. Right. Okay, uh, what's this over here on the text line? Let me see here. Somebody texted the show and said, I'm tired of these real feel weather numbers. Just give me the dadgum forecast for high and low temps and humidity. We can figure out how it'll feel. It's going to be real hot. He put steamy and uncomfortable. <laughs> Too many numbers to keep up with. Keep it simple, stupid. That is great advice in pretty much anything. Kiss. Just, just put your rice outside. It'll cook itself. It's unbelievably hot out there right now. And... I'm think I would say yesterday morning, I had the family in the car. We were driving into Houston. We were headed to the church to go there for the funeral. And um, there was a man walking on the sidewalk in Houston. Uh, and this was at about 9:45 a.m. or so, walking on the sidewalk in Houston, and smoking a cigarette and drenched in sweat. I don't know how far he'd been walking. He's not a overweight guy at all, and I don't know how far he'd been walking. But he either walked directly under a sprinkler and stood there for a while or was just pouring it out, you know. And uh, 
And I'll tell you another image about how hot it is. Uh, of course, again, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir or speaking to the choir in this whole thing. Yesterday at the gravesite, uh, Bill Smith, my wife's grandfather, was in the Navy in World War II, served in the Navy in the Pacific in World War II. So he's a Navy veteran. And at the gravesite, if you've ever been to one where someone served in the military. The honor guard, right? That's right. Had the honor guard there. Now, I don't know any of the exact terms. There were three soldiers, you know, uh, representing representatives of the military there, three. One who had to be some type of captain, sergeant, something, you know, I, again, I don't know. He was dressed a little differently. And then two, a man and a woman that are in the totally white suits, head-to-toe Navy uniforms. Yeah, dress whites. Dress whites. Yeah. Those things are like polyester, and they are thick, Okay. They were already out there, obviously there, waiting on us at what time we're following the hearse to the gravesite. And the whole thing, of it's very formal. Um, you know, the the salute, the, they, they stood there in salute of the casket while taps played. Um, they went through the ceremony where the two soldiers folded the American flag that was draped over his casket into a triangle and then presented it to his wife, Mary Smith. I was standing pretty close. My my daughter, who's eight, was standing right behind. We call her mom. And so she got to hear everything he said as he knelt, handed her the flag, thanked her for his service. And so really, it kind of send chills if you've never seen that. But anyway, all that to say, when Taps was playing and the one soldier stood at the foot of the casket and saluted and stood there just perfectly still, as did everyone else, and sweat just dripping off of his chin. Okay, so he's got the hat on, you know, the Navy hat, the full uniform, the white gloves, standing there like a statue saluting, and sweat just beating up and just like a a liggy faucet just dripping off of his chin. And I just thought, man, you know, yes, okay, it speaks to the heat. But also to the dedication to their duties as soldiers. Discipline, yeah. The discipline, and you stand there. Not one time with those white gloves on that they were going that they had touched that flag with were they going to wipe sweat. Not one time. Wow. Yeah. I was reading up on it. They arrived 45 minutes prior to the event. So on a day like yeah. yesterday, that's got to be rough. They had to be. And, and so, it, honestly, it, when the uh, remarks, the prayer, when everything was over, and the family stood, and we're you know hugging and shaking hands with those, and some folks that came saying hello, and we thanked them for coming. I, I turned, I immediately did want to talk to those soldiers. I wanted to shake their hand and tell them thanks, but I noticed the two were already getting in their vehicle to to leave, and the other one was walking to his vehicle. And how you blame? I couldn't blame them at all, right, uh, for doing that because uh, I'm like they they were out here 45 minutes before we got here, and of course they want to get into the air conditioning, you know. Um. But it really is, if you've never seen that ceremony at a military funeral, one of my uh, grandfathers was in the Army in World War II. When he passed away when I was 12 years old, at the funeral, there were they actually had the rifles. They fired off. I, I can't remember now, but it seems like it was either one shot or three shots or whatever it was, two three guys in rifles, you know, pow. Uh, so we got to see that. Uh, but it is, and David mentioned that. Uh, Certainly, the number of times is significant. I, I don't. Yeah, and like depending on your rank or order, right? You get 
like a 21-gun salute. Yeah. There'll yeah. be seven guys firing three times or yeah. something like that. Right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I should know those things, but I don't know. David, that's what David said on the text line. He said it's an amazing thing to witness, and it really is. Uh, Three Hump Camel on the text line says, My AC man said the temperature for the fan motor in my attic should be set to 190 or the motor will burn up. He said, I was thinking, dang, I can just about cook ribs up there. In your attic, it could get up to just under 200 degrees, I guess. Is that even, I mean, it's almost hard to believe. Well, I know that when they're up on the roof working on it, it can be up to 160 degrees, up to 18 inches from the surface of those asphalt shingles. How many degrees? 160, 160. on a, a hot day like today. Hey, yesterday, Brandon Harden, uh, I follow him on Twitter. He is the sports turf uh, superintendent at Mississippi State. So, like, the football field, the playing surface, the baseball. He's a head man in charge of all that. And I follow him on Twitter. And he tweeted the artificial turf on the practice field at State. Wilted. Had a little temperature gauge right down on it. Right. And it was 153 degrees. 153 on that artificial turf yesterday. That's right. darn near dangerous. They're in the indoor facility. Yeah, they right? go indoors. Yeah. just like that. I you can burn so. yourself. You fall down on that. I know it. I know it. Hey, look, we're just getting started with you. Roger and I are here with you on this Tuesday, so y'all hit us up, and I'll give you the phone number if you haven't uh, got it handy. I'll give it to you when we come back. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Still plenty of coffee in the thermos. We brought all that all the way from home. Huh? Hey, and it's still hot, man. They've been bothering with our yep. community back in the... Well, I haven't had to yet, yeah. Roger. That's it. Okay. I'm not too good for the community coffee. <laughs> it's just that this is better. We've got about eight kinds of creamer back there. <laughs> you got to mix them all Whatever up. Whatever kind of you want, yeah. This is uh, the good stuff from High Point Roasters in New Albany, highpointroasters.com. I'm Matt... In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, you can be a part of the show. Several different ways to do that, including on the Divini Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Here is the number to call the show on the Divini phone, 995-1059. Got it? It's a 601 number. I'm putting Roger to sleep. He's yawning. I caught that from from Chris Beaver on the way out. Yeah, yeah. They were yawning. I'm like, bad show or what? That's <laughs> well, Tuesday. I hate I missed them. I was in the other room and they, well, they got out of here quick. Oh, yeah. Although I will say, I say they got out of here quick. Chris got out of here quick. Yeah. I didn't even get to say hello to him. I was just sitting over in the break room. Yeah. He hit the front door running. But now he came back and said, hey, though. I got oh, you. did he? Don't you remember? No. Yeah. Chris did. Yeah. I didn't even see Chris. I did not even see him. Said that coffee, man. And then, uh, but I did see Ben Beaver, and Beaver, the Alabama fan, the consummate Alabama fan. He had his Alabama shirt on. I can vouch for that. 
Crimson Tide plastered right across the front right there. There it is. So I did get to see them. Um, hit me up, 995-1059-601 number. So give me a shout on the Divini phone. They have the uh, Divini tractor packages going right now for the fall. You can kind of package it your way, the way you want it. Kubota deals available, New Holland deals available at Divini in uh, Madison and Jackson. And they have the, the Hunter's Special Package. Payments as low as $222 a month with a down play payment. You get the L2501 tractor, four-wheel drive, loader, cutter, disc, and trailer, $222 a month with a down payment. Check them out at Divini. Yeah, uh, a couple things in the text line here real quick. One hundred grand is asking for some Sonic Boom. He's in Nashville today, so we'll give him some Sonic Boom here in a little bit. I don't have my button as handy as I normally do, 100 grand, but we'll try to work that in for you. Nashville, drinking town with a music problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, and Fluffy, thank you. He said Godspeed to my wife's grandfather. Thank you very much. He's one of the best. He's just a great guy. I'm going to miss him. He was a friend. 94 years old. is a wow. friend of mine. Uh, a lot of wisdom. This, uh, yeah, uh, he really was. Yeah. Yeah, and like I told you, Roger, you know, he's one of these guys. You see over a 1,000 people come through on a, for a 94-year-old guy on a visitation, and that was his hometown, lived there his whole life, served there. Um, I mean, you got to imagine most of his contemporaries have probably passed on, so these are most, yes. just younger people who he's affected over the years. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, he was one of these who had this – you hear this a lot. They'll say, well, so-and-so, everybody thought he was – you were his favorite. You know, you always thought you were his favorite person. You know, and he had that ability. And he really did. Pop did have that ability. But I think, you know, this investing your life in other people. I don't do that very much. My nose is down. I'm working, right? I'm Frankly, I'm thinking about making sure our, our bills stay paid and things like that. And I feel like I don't ever stop to, as they say, smell the roses. You invest enough time in other people. And maybe you are along the way. You don't well, realize it. There's some scripture in there, you know, like... God, like, relax. I got this. Man. Right. Be still and know that I am God. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, you, that kind yeah. of thing. And so it really does speak to that when you when you go to someone's funeral. Uh, you know, but one like that, too, you you think, okay, this is someone who pretty much every step along the way uh, influenced other people and had an impact on other people. So, um, And let's see, and Fluffy on the text line also said, you have to be the best of the best at uh, ceremony and drill to be in the honor guard. Okay. Says he says most regions will have their own team on standing orders to attend all requests. Okay. Yeah, they've got the country divided up in this Yeah. Some of the regions are kind of large though. Yeah. Well, I can imagine. Okay, uh on that note, Frank listening to the show in Jackson. What's up, Frank? Oh, I'm I'm doing all right right now. Good. Um my brother was in the Air Force. And he's been stationed at Keesler. Mm-hmm. And when he when he died, he got buried at the military cemetery down in Biloxi. Okay. And they had the honor guard, there was eight of them, four on each side holding the flag over the casket. Okay. And one of them passed out. Mm-hmm. And they just left them laying there on the ground in closed ranks. <laughs> in closed ranks. <laughs> just it's hardcore, right? Closed there. ranks. Kept holding that flag. Wow. 
they, they didn't even attempt to help him up or anything. They just I wonder, you know, did someone who's there try to help him or wonder if they uh, were... Actually, no, they just left him there. Oh, just, wow. You know, they just closed ranks like <laughs> nothing had happened. Yeah, that's... that's um. Kind of the it was in the way. summertime, and it was it was in the summertime. It was pretty hot. Yeah, I imagine so. Kind of the military those folks, way were, those folks were from Keesler, I'm pretty sure, because he was in the Air Force. Uh-huh. How about that? Good but stuff. anyway, that's the little story I had to tell. Thanks, about Frank. I appreciate you it sharing. Was quite that. nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, that's that sounds that sounds like what you'd expect and yeah. what you'd want. Yeah, you don't get much sympathy. If you fall out, just move on. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of and wake well, up when he wakes up football practice in high school you know and i'm the quarterback and we're running plays 11 on 11 against our defense and we having two a day well we actually had three a day practices that year and i got sick you know and and left they say leave it all on the field i literally in that moment left it all on the field and rather than sympathy uh when i finally get through clean it up i i can finally get through our coach says i'll just move it up 10 yards move it up So we just moved up 10 yards, put the ball down, and keep right on going. Oh, okay. You he, cannot stop, Roger, when someone gets sick. I thought he was going to say that he made you clean it up. Well, Just move no. everybody out of the way. Move it on down. A good, they just let it, we just avoid that spot for a few days <laughs> is what we did. Don't tell, don't tell the uh, opposing team. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, that was interesting. Earlier, was it, um, was it Warren who called in? Yeah, Warren who called in, and he had these questions about these different games. And some of the ones he brought up, Texas A&M at Georgia, and it's the first time they've ever played. And I did not realize that. Uh, but it's in Athens this year, A&M at Georgia. Now think about that. Again, this convoluted schedule. <laughs> here I go. I'm on my rant again. <laughs> I found another example. Texas A&M's been in the SEC how long? 2012. I mean, we're on seven, eight years now that they will have played in the SEC, and they're about to play a conference opponent for the first time. And they've been here way over half a decade, almost a full decade, and are playing Georgia for the first time. They're not even in the same conferences, essentially. They may have done it intentionally. It's just the worst rotation and model you could possibly have. Is there a way you can get around Alabama? <laughs> yeah. No, if you're in the West, you cannot avoid Alabama. Let's do that. Let's do that real quick. The teams that don't have to play Alabama yet are SEC teams. Vanderbilt, Missouri, Kentucky, Georgia, and Florida. Those teams do not have to play Alabama, even though they are SEC teams. Good Congrats. work if you can get it. <laughs> Congrats, Georgia. I'm not altogether sure their schedule is easy, but it certainly doesn't have Alabama on it, like the rest of us. Um, We're getting texts now about some of the commercials that we're running. Somebody refigured some math in one of the commercials, says the math is wrong. Two-thirds, that's over 70%. (laughs) Yeah, and we we got that too. Thanks. You know, there's a mathematician and an English major like, Always listening to the radio. We must drive them crazy. <laughs> <And when> we, <laughs> we didn't do it on purpose, I promise. You know, we need all the help we can get. Stick around.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. We're getting all kinds of clarification on all kinds of things today on the show, um, including there's a reason that the most bought, purchased, important, sought-after items in stores are in the back. They want you to have, have to walk by all kinds of other goodies on your way back there. What was the example you had earlier? Like in the drugstore, yeah. you know, the, the the druggist is always way back in the back. Oh, yeah, farm. right, the pharmacist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of these stores, that's about three acres back. Andrew <laughs> tweeted me and said that Walmart has the milk in the back, and they do if you realize that, the milk in the smells back. smells good when you come in. And he says they put the bread in the front to make you feel and think of home. And then we had a conversation off the air about how our homes don't actually smell like fresh-baked bread. <laughs> That's that's hearkening back to another time. <laughs> right. Back when we kept the house clean, because that's what you did. Nowadays, it smells like cats and dogs and clothes we left in the washer overnight and forgot about them. You know, stuff like that. We also had a laugh at the expense of it. Really, it's, uh, it's a pretty awful thing. But I follow The Onion on Twitter, and they always um, are tweeting satirical, satirical tweets. Latest one said, damning investigation finds Jeffrey Epstein was left unsupervised for decades prior to his suicide. (laughs) (laughs) That's just funny. Roger, look, man, it's funny, but do we feel a little guilty for laughing? It's a funny tweet. Yeah, it's a funny tweet. Because basically what it's saying is he had decades of time if he were that kind to do it and he didn't do it. He didn't kill himself. Right. And nobody believes that he did. Yeah. They got to him and finished him off. That sounds like somebody got to some of the national uh, pundits because I heard some of them beforehand, like, this is no way. This is definitely. And now, you, you, and they're, now they're like, well, you know, yeah, it could be suicide. Uh, he, yeah, you know, I don't want the royal family coming after me. <laughs> I might want to zip it about this. Yeah. I have goals and dreams. Right. <clears throat> right. Well, that kind of is what it is sort of thing. Uh, back on the show, you can be a part of it. Feel free to hit me up on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. I'm in the studio looking face-to-face at Roger today. He caught me. He caught me at 11 o'clock or 11.15. I was in the break room, and he goes, McDonald's? I said, yeah, I had two breakfast burritos. He goes, at this time of day? No wonder you bought Tums. Well, <laughs> you snuck in early on me. Yeah, I was in there early. See, the... Brooks show the gridiron that they use this studio in the old time slot I was in. So now they're on before, which means I'm now quarantined to the break room to do any show prep. If I get here, cause I can't just run in here and like sit down in the middle of their show. Cause I'm really afraid it'll throw them for a loop. <laughs> they don't seem well. Chris probably wouldn't care, but I think Beaver takes his job seriously. <laughs> Something like it freaked Beaver out a Vin little bit. Vin doesn't like anything. He he really doesn't, does no, he? No, it's part of his part of his stick. I think he didn't like the sonic boom. I'm not supposed to say that. Oh my! I think yeah, you know he's he's got a thing about the swag. 
All right, here because we go. Swack is whack. Right. Oh, and let me just say this too. Yes, if you're listening and you're going, hey, Matt has almost done an hour of radio today on this Tuesday and has yet to even mention that Dak Prescott reportedly, um, you know, is demanding way more money than anybody thinks he ought to. Forty mil. Yeah. 40. What's the number you're hearing? And Matt hasn't even mentioned it. Well, probably let- heard it already. <laughs> There's the understatement of the day. When Roger said, you've probably heard this already. Listen, that's part of it. You can you can go anywhere, shore to shore, and hear about Dak and his request of more than $30 million because he turned down a $30 million offer from the Cowboys. Let me just tell you, I don't care. I don't care if they pay him $30. I don't care if they pay him $300 million. I don't care. What somebody makes, it's not my bag. I've never been into it. If you hear me talking about it too much in the future, it'll be a change. If you if, if I convince you in the future that I care about money and that what people are making, it'll be the first. I don't. And I can't fake it. Why? What does it matter to me? Yeah. It's like he's going to break you off anything. Yeah, we're not bosom buddies. He's not going to let me hold a hundred. Although he'll have, he'll have plenty that sprout up. Well, he'll give some to Mississippi State yeah. at some point. Fine, great, that's wonderful. I don't go to school there. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, it's my school. I wanted to win. Why does anybody care what anybody else makes? Somebody answer that for me. But I think in a vacuum, answer that question. I think here, and probably from where Dak is from. People want him to do as well as possible. So that there may be some of that just well-wishing interest in there. And I think that's natural, and that's good. Yeah. And that, to me, is why, is why I look at this story and go, why is there criticism for it? Or like, I mean, ne- they're negotiating. Yeah, who, were they criticizing the other guy who I mean, was holding out for that exactly. mega contract? Why He does get more criticism than anybody I've ever seen for nothing. Like he's never brought on any criticism whatsoever, and and I mean, okay, are we do we are we seriously going to have a moral judgment on somebody who goes, okay, you've now made me an offer, I'm going to turn that down, and I'm going to make a counter offer that's way more than I think I'm going to get. And by the way, it's not Shock even shock horror. It's not even him doing it. It's not even him. Yeah, he's in practice. He probably is hearing about it along with the rest <laughs> of us. You know, it happens I, every day on your local car lot. I heard I turned down forty grand, forty million. Yeah, I uh, yeah, like you know, there's a sticker price on a new Ford Expedition, Ugh. and I go in there and I say that I would like to buy this. I'll buy it from you right now, and I offer them like five thousand dollars less than the sticker, and they say no, no, but I might could see if I can knock this off or put some new tires on or something. I'm supposed to act shocked that they didn't accept my offer. I did it for a reason. I'm lowballing them for a reason. Well, if you only took five off of a sticker on a new expedition, well, sh- you'll get that. Well, see, it shows you how little I go shopping for cars. Yeah. I mean, it's less than. But the point is, yeah. in negotiations, one goes low, the other goes high, and we see how far we get in the middle somewhere. That's all that's happening. And this whole thing of people like, I just, I don't care. You can listen the rest of the day till your ears bleed on it. I just, I'm moving on. Uh, Fluffy, yeah, we get it. 
<laughs> we know what that was about, the math. Um, and I'm not a mathematician as well. Jonathan says, uh, you've, never been a gross, you, you've never been to a grocery store that you didn't have to walk to the back wall to get the milk. And that's right, I haven't. So, And I never thought about it before, Jonathan. Before today, I never thought about it. But it's true. I've never been to a store that didn't have the milk in the very back. And the meat. And the meat. And uh, I always your staple thought, items are going to be along the walls. Yeah. But I, and I always thought that's just because that's where, I don't know, and that's where the fridge is. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but they could put the fridge up front if they wanted to. Well, they got them all in the middle of most of the stores I go. Well, we, yeah. we go to the store, and just about every time we're going to buy meat and eggs and milk. Not going over to the produce section. Right. But doggone if they make us walk through the magazine aisle. <laughs> on the way back there, I on might your way pick, out. Yeah, I might and have to come back buy it. I might even just be tempted to reach down and pick up Phil Steele's football magazine, and pay twenty bucks for it. What does that thing cost nowadays? I have no idea. But if you notice when you go in there and you look, you're you're at the drugstore and you're paying for whatever retail thing you got, and yeah. you look down below the counter. Yeah, that's where the candy is. Uh, that's not for you to see. Yeah. That's for you. Just, that's for it to be right there in front of your four year old. Yeah. That's for your youngin. Yeah. I want this, Mommy. I want that. All right, fine. Put it up there. <laughs> and sometimes they'll put it in there and you didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. They used to do that. That happens. My grandmother would be so mad. Um, on the uh, Divini Equipment phone, we have two-time Masters champion Bernard Langer. Nope. It's a different <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> What's up? So much, man. I cannot play golf. My golf, my ball slices to the right. So I'm not a master. <laughs> Me too. But I would definitely love to learn. <laughs> now, I, in, in reference to Dak, like I said, my mentor who was an agent, and he, just like what they're going through with Dak, they're going to go shit. they always going to start to go highball, knowing that the uh, Cowboys are not going to pay him that much, 40, mm-hmm. 40 million a year. And they definitely try to be somewhere in between 30 and 40. Now, is he worth that, in my opinion? I don't think so. Because he still has to prove something, and without uh, Zeke in the backfield or without a good productive running back, I don't know how Dak his skills will will show without a good productive running back in the backfield. Yeah, but if well, you think about it, that could be said about most quarterbacks. Yeah, football is weird yeah. in that it's a team game, and I I think one thing too that there's no doubt. I I went on a rant last week, Bernard, about how valuable Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott is. I would argue with people. Even former players who want to tell me that there are other, plenty of other backs who can do some of the things Zeke can do. I disagree on that. I think he's that important. But I think they're going to pay Dak all this money between 30 and 40 in large part because he's consistent on the field and off the field. He's cons- that is true. And the only, the only thing I, I hate about with Zeke, like I said, he is a special back. Like, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I think Zeke is a special back. The only thing they're looking at is saying, if we invest this money in you, yep. are you going to go and do something do stupid? Do something off the stupid, no doubt about it. They'd have already agreed if he was squeaky clean. Thanks, Bernard. Got to run. Appreciate it. Hour two coming up. Stick around. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show.